what does unconditional support really mean to me? Because we have to create, if you go to an architect and say, you know, I want a house, you really need something more than that. What does unconditional support really mean to me? And then we have to find in business what I call safe havens. Those are the people who hold your foot to the fire, but still see you for who you really are. So basically asking ourselves and then also seeking feedback from other people. Exactly. Okay, well, we have to take a short break. But stay with us. Today, we're talking to author Noah St. John, right here on People IQ, the author of Permission to Succeed. This is TSTN. Welcome back to People IQ. I'm Tony Alessandra. I hope you can recognize me by now. And today I'm talking to the author of Permission to Succeed, Noah St. John. Now, Noah, we were talking about seven steps that you talk about in your book. And we talked about step one. What's step two? Well, step one is loving mirrors, and that's finding people who can give you unconditional support. Now, step two is called systems of support. That's where you put it into use, because it's one thing to have these great people in your life, but it's quite another to actually utilize that as a resource. A lot of people who are struggling, Tony, are like the person who's standing on a gold mine digging away with a teaspoon. And that's going to take a long time. Mm -hmm. They've got that gold, that treasure right inside of them, but they're not using it. So that systems of life support is so critical for your life and your business. Most people don't even know what those systems are, let alone how to fix them. So we go through all the different systems of life support and help people put that in their life. Give me an example of one system, one the, possible. The most important system in any person's life or business is the people system. Mm -hmm. Jim Collins. People IQ. People okay. IQ. Jim <laughs> Collins, for example, the author of Good to Great, says it's not a about having the people, it's about having the right people hmm. on the bus in the right seats. And I believe that very, very strongly. So, I mean, you have to have the people in place and then, as I mentioned, utilize them because a lot of times people, you know, want you to succeed, they want to support you, but you never ask them. And not only that, sometimes you don't even accept their support, hmm. which is very important. That's why you get a lot of John Belushi, Chris Farley, you know, Andy Gibb, people who add everything but didn't let the people close to them love them, support them, and now they're gone. So when we talk about the support network, the, uh, the mm -hmm. system support right. network, are we actually talking about what what a lot of experts say, you know, mentors and role models? Is that what we're... I call them safe havens. That's okay. the business version of a loving mirror. Right. That's somebody who can give you unconditional support for who you are, but also support you conditionally because, as you know, work is conditional. You can't just go to work and say, please love me and give me money. You can't do that. So you've got to do things, and so that safe haven will help you to do that. All right. So... Uh, We've gone through two steps. Right. What about step three? Step three is called goal-free zones. Now, a lot of people feel guilty, ironically, when they're not always doing something. They're on that treadmill running away, and, and they're staying right where they are, but they're really, really busy. So I tell people, listen, you've got to take a goal-free zone, which is literally give yourself permission to stop. Hmm. to stop setting goals for just a little while. Yeah. Now, you don't have to have a goal free forever, but just a little time. I mean, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day, so you realize that your worth doesn't come only
only from your accomplishments. Many people have their self-worth only with their money or their possessions or their accomplishments. We have to get away from that. And I could tell you all day, but you don't believe me. So you have to experience that goal-free zone for yourself. Yeah. And this, I, I can tell you right now, this, this is an issue for me because I have a very difficult time relaxing or getting away from things. Right. Even when, I, when I'm watching TV, I'm either reading sure. or I'm doing something else. I'm working on my computer. I find it very difficult to just do one thing. I'm very multitasking. There's nothing wrong with that. We humans are goal-oriented organisms. I mean, you see something you want and you go get it, whether it's lunch or a car or a spouse. I mean, you know, all sometimes in the same day. Uh, so, you know, that's a good day. But anyway, we're always going to be like that. So again, I'm not saying don't ever have goals. That would be silly. But we have to have those goal-free zones where you give yourself permission to stop and realize, you know, my worth is not dependent on what I do. I am worth I'm worthwhile just because I am, just because I exist. All right, so I, I, I understand it philosophically. Right. I accept it. Sure. But it's easier said than done for somebody like me.